Hi guys, and welcome to Ask Alley, your place for life advice with a metaphysical twist. Ask Alley is the longest spiritual writing podcast on iTunes. I've been helping others there since 2005. You can catch Ask Alley on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, along with watching it on YouTube. Believe it or not, today is Monday, <laughs> October 23rd, 2017. I want to thank you for tuning in and giving me a listen to. If you'd like to get a reading, find out more about me, or support the podcast, I'll leave all the information below in the show's notes. And don't forget, if you like this episode, please rate it online. Hi. It has been an interesting week. It just has. <laughs> uh, last Monday, the kids on the bus went crazy. My afternoon route it, they just, they went off the rails. I don't know what was going on with them, but we had a very difficult ride home. So that was interesting. And this past weekend, I took some R&R, which I hardly ever do, but I had a blast with my friend Michelle. And we went to um, Stan Hewitt, which is one of my favorite places on the planet. I love Stan Hewitt up in Akron, and I can't wait to go back again. So yes, I love Stan Hewitt. Anyways, all right. What else is going on? I'm going to be taking out the Energy 411 that I do here and replacing it with uh, a spiritual or, or self-growth book. Uh, I'll find one, and uh, I've read a lot of them. <laughs> I've read a lot of books, but I will recommend it to you. And up to you whether or not you read it, but I will recommend it. The Energy 411, if you want to keep up on it, I do post those in my Soul Terrific uh, Instagram. So if you go to Instagram, put in Soul Terrific, you know, soul, like your soul, and terrific, like you're terrific, then you will come up to that, that Instagram, and you can follow the energy um, postings that I put there each week. Hmm. I've got a cat on my lap, and she's digging her claws in me. What else? Is, oh, I got emails. <laughs> I got emails last week from people who did not like me telling you to stop wasting your money on manifestation programs. They were kind of upset that I said that. Um, and they were all people who uh, promote very um, highly priced manifestation programs. I think there's always value in being with a group of people who are uh, achieving goals. I mean, not the same goal as you, but achieving goals and to give each other support. But I said last week, and I'll say it again this week, if you need somebody to poke you along and prod and push you to get you to manifest your goals, then whatever goal you're trying to manifest, there's a part in you that you don't want to have it manifest. Therefore, no matter what you do with it, it's not going to manifest in the way you want it to manifest. It just won't. So really, the four steps I mentioned in last week's podcast will really get you to manifest what you want to manifest. And it doesn't cost you a thing. I told you the four steps. I have used that time and time again for myself. And again, to answer the question that I know some people are thinking, okay, Allie, if you know what to do, why haven't you done it? Why aren't you, you know, more well-known or have more money? Could be a new car that doesn't have duct tape keeping it together. Yes, really, my car has duct tape keeping it together. Uh, I, I do it. I haven't done it yet for uh, finances because 
that will, it ties in with what I do for a living. And when I do that, I will probably stop being a bus driver. And my kids on the bus, they need me. And I need to be there for them because I want to, I want to see them go to the next uh, grade level. Okay. And they need consistency. So I'd like to be there just a tad bit longer. And I'm not going to move until my son graduates, which is 2019. And if I do this now and it accelerates at the rate of speed that everything else has done when I do those four things, I will have to move before he graduates. And I do not want to do that. I do not want to leave him high and dry. He can live with his dad, but it would break my heart to leave him his senior year in high school. So for my own sanity and for his, that's why I have not done that yet. Because I know there are people who ask, why haven't you done it? What else? I know there's another announcement and it is nowhere. So it must not be that important, right? Right. So moving on. The Oracle card overview of the week for October 23rd till next Monday. And I am using Denise Lynn's Native Spirit. I like this deck. It feels good for me. It feels good for my energy. And I hope you guys like it too because I use it quite often. All right. And Zena, unless you're going to shuffle my cards or do something, you really need to get off my desk. That's not getting off my desk. That's laying down on my desk. Come here. She is very insistent today on having my attention. I don't know why. Although I am 90% positive she is the reincarnation of my cat, my cat Samantha that died a few years back. And my other cat, Leroy Jethro Gibbs, he's five months old now. I just adore the hell out of him. I am about 90% sure that he is Darren reincarnated. Darren was a black and or a white and gray cat, for those of you who weren't listening to me back then. And Darren had a heart. In his fur, it was a gray heart on the side by his shoulder. Leroy Jethro Gibbs has um, he's white and gray, and his he has a heart on his belly in gray. So I think he's my Darren Darren. That said, let us pick a few cards. Okay, card one. Card two. And you really want to come. All right. We got two cards for card three. What the heck? All right. Let's gather everything up here. Because they seem to go all over the place. Now, keep in mind, guys, this is an overview what it, what shows up here may not pertain to every single person who listens to or watches this this podcast. If you would like to see what the cards, you can either Google the cards when I mention them, or you can head over to YouTube and watch the video. So, sometime in a galaxy far, far away, I am hoping to get a background because this white background of my wall bothers me tremendously. So, card number one. We have the prayer feather. And the prayer feather really is all about love moving through us. 
how love from above just seems to sweep through us through the front and out the back and encircles anyone that we're around so it's important for you that as love is flowing through you that you don't stop it and just keep it keep it held within you when we do that and we try to hold all that love for ourselves it it backfires it um, can make us depressed it can make us anxious it can make us fretful for the future so allow it to flow through you now the way you do that is as you feel the love you don't you don't clamp down you know physically but um, you have the love and then you worry that the love is going to go someplace you know you worry that the other shoe is going to drop and when you're worrying about where the love's going to go or if the love's going to continue then you kind of you know obsess with it and hold it all within and that way it doesn't move through you and keep moving around to the people around you second card we've got here is a smudging ceremony smudging ceremony uh i like to smudge my house i don't use sage because it gives me a a awful headache so i use frankincense but for smudging smudging's all about charlie and no it's not about the cat i gotta take my shoe off excuse me just a second speaking of smudging i gotta smudge my cat you ready move gimli oh well he's not moving there we go there goes charlie cat fur everywhere i did make charlie run he was trying to break into my son's bedroom and that's a big no-no you're fine i wasn't mad at you honey gimli oh he's coming with his head down and his tail between his legs smudging it's time to get rid of the old stale energy in your house it's time to get rid of things around you that no longer work it's time to smudge it out all right smudge it get it out break up the energy that's in your house you know when you do smudge and i hope you do smudge your house either with sage or maybe with some frankincense make sure you get the corners because energy goes into those corners and it just it's like the it gets sucked into the walls and it kind of like bangs around trying to get out but it can't it gets stuck so good energy and bad energy gets stuck in corners. So make sure you give an extra smudge to the corners of your house. Now the third card, remember we got two. Um, the first card here is Freedom Horse. Isn't that pretty? Now the Freedom Horse is all about running free, about taking your ideas and the things that, that mean something to you and running with them. It's not a time to hold back. It's a time to run free. Okay, so whatever plans, whatever things you have, um, on the table that you want to do this is a fantastic week to do it and at the same time the other card we I drew was the wounded healer and wounded healer is is well it's the fact that you're a healer and kitten I come with my other shoe oh yeah you heard that didn't you he's moving so wounded healer is all about you healing you have the healing power within you and as you're healing others even when you don't mean to heal since you are a healer you're healing others um you are taking in of the wounded energy and it's getting stuck there 
So you need to be careful with that. So as you are moving forward with your plans and actions, be careful that those people who ask for your help or you help automatically on the way, that you do not get their negative energy in you and it stays stuck there. It's probably a good thing why we brought up with the smudging ceremony and to allow love to flow through you. So again, prayer feather, let love flow through you. Smudging ceremony, time to smudge out your house and get rid of those people, places, and things that no longer work for you. Time to put those plans in action that you have been putting on hold. Run free with your plans. But as you're running free with the plans, those people that you um, comfort, those people that you help heal along the way, make sure that you do not hold on to their energy. Because whatever you're healing, whatever you're helping them with, the energy gets in there and it, it stays stuck. So let it pass through. Okay? I think when the tractors are here, that's, <laughs> you're like, what is she looking for? Um, I'm on a farm, even though I, it's not my farm, I don't work the farm, but there are the fields are, are hay and the farmers come like five times during hay season and, you know, wrap everything up. This must be their last one before winter and they're trying to get everything in the barn before we're supposed to get some pretty bad weather this week so this might be the last day okay all right so that is the overview of the week now the topic this week i want to talk about how to read tarot or oracle cards for yourself i know a lot myself included who read for other people like to read for themselves and why not you know um, I always like to wake up in the morning and turn a card over and see what my day is going to be. And there are times I've gotten the tower card and I think to myself, oh crap, now what am I going to do? Of course, I use a lot more cuss words than that. But because uh, when the tower card shows up to me for myself, nothing good ever happens a day, at least not normally. Now, I said not normally. When you read for yourself, when you're asking a question, when you want a situation to turn out a certain way, when you turn the cards over, it is very easy for you to see in those cards what you want to see because you want the ending to turn out a certain way, right? So how can you possibly flip the cards over and not get back what you want, but get back what you need to hear. And that's the big thing about reading for yourself, getting back what you need to hear. Now, most readers, when they read for other people, you learn over time not to let your personal um, experiences or personal feelings on a matter color your advice for somebody. However, it is almost next to almost impossible really to completely shut that out a hundred percent of the time it really is uh, a lot of people put it in there a lot more than they should but once you do that once you read for others for a while 
Oh, do I have to throw my shoe again? I do. Kitten! Got him. Yeah, that means move. Cat. Yeah, I'm talking to you. He stops and goes, huh? They want to go to my son's room where they are forbidden to be. Hence why it's important for them to get in. Now, it is almost next to impossible to leave your experiences and your feelings about what has happened in your life and the people around you and the people you know out of a reading 100% of the time. And that's for other people. So when you're reading for yourself and you really want an outcome to turn out this one way, it is it is a test of patience for you to do for you to be able to hold hold back and get what you need, not get what you want necessarily. So when I read for myself, and we'll do we'll use the the name of spirit just for this example. I like to when I read for myself, especially I take a deep breath, deep breath in, slowly let it out, take another deep breath in. Let it out. And during the third breath, I take the breath in. And as the third breath is coming in, in my head, okay, in my head, I imagine that I am taking a big eraser and I'm erasing whatever's on my mind on that chalkboard in my head as the breath is coming out. So I breathe in, erase, 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 erase. Breathe out, keep erasing a bit more, done. Okay, so my my mind is now vacated of whatever was going on before I decided to do this reading for myself. Okay, so I formulate a question. Um, let's see, what's, a, what's something I want to turn out good for me? Uh, what do I need to know about the 777 Institute? And I'm hoping that these cards are going to give me something good. That is my, that's, you know, always our intention going in. We want to see something good. But you got to race, 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 race. Because as soon as I said that, I, I can see the writing on the wall, so to speak, in my head. But what I wanted to see. So race, race, race. Again. All right. And I shuffle. Now, you can take the three breaths and erase, race, race before. You set your intention on what you're going to ask or after. Um, since I am talking, uh, I'm getting myself out of order. I usually do set the intention first, take the three deep breaths, erase, erase, erase on the third one. And by the time I get to pulling my card, my mind is blank of expectation. Okay. So again, 777 Institute, what do I need to know? And I'm only going to pull one card for this um, example. Okay. And I'm going to have to race again. There it goes. Race, race, race. What do I need to know? All right. Interesting. Not what I was expecting. Okay. So I got the prayer feather, which was just in our reading. So for the 777 Institute, what I can expect from this, let it, I have to let it go through, is uh, to allow love to go through. And my first instinct, because I am a human being, would be, well, why the hell would I let love go through? That doesn't make sense. It has to mean something else, right? 
card doesn't mean anything else but i if i was new at doing this and i didn't erase my mind before i even started doing this then i might say um you know uh, everything's going to be fantastic if i pray a lot then the 777 institute's going to turn out perfectly that's not what this card's saying but since normally my expectation of this going in is to want something good to show up then that's what i would determine when i pulled this card but since i erased any expectations before i pulled the card it is showing me i need to let the love flow through that when i am doing the 777 777 institute and i cannot wait until i start doing this <laughs> i really can't i have to remember that i have to let it flow through i cannot allow myself to let the love come in grab it and hold on to it that's not what the 777 institute is about it is about love it is about connecting it is about knowledge and learning and, and whatnot flow through okay and say i want to say well what else do i need to know about the 777 institute we'll draw one more card because why not interesting it's the peace pipe now again expectations could have me looking at this one way but the peace pipe is exactly that it fosters peace it um, brings peace with peace within you and it brings peace to those around you so by looking at this i am reading this as um, what i need to know about the seven seven institute is it will bring peace to those who's are part of the institute right right okay so what have you learned <laughs> you have learned that when you go in to do a reading for yourself you have to wipe your mind of expectations you have to wipe your mind as what you want the reading to turn out like because i'm sorry as human beings we want good things to happen to us there's enough crap going on we want good stuff so it is very easy to look at a reading and i got a cat fur on me it's very easy to go into a reading and look at a card and manipulate it in our head on what kind of good this is right um with the peace pipe it could also mean maybe not only will it bring peace, but maybe I'll have a difficulty bringing peace to those who step in. So I have to make a more concentrated effort at bringing peace to the 777 Institute. That's another way to look at it. But my first feel was it'll bring peace. That's, that's what my first feel was. So especially with the relationships, when we do something about a relationship, we always want to see something good or if we need a reason for the relationship to break up no matter what card we we draw we're going to see something bad now back with the tower card remember i mentioned that it almost always brings nothing but not good stuff in in my life thus far now i caught myself that when the tower card would come up i, I i'd immediately tense up and i think oh no Oh, no, my life's going to hell. <laughs> Something really, really bad's going to happen. 
and put that expectation there. Now, all the tarot card really means is that something out of left field is going to come in, shake up your foundation, and rock your world. It doesn't say whether it's good or bad, right? But my expectations, because of past, that's what came up in my, as soon as I saw it, panic expectations. So I caught myself that I kept doing that. And I instilled the, before I even drew the card, three deep breaths, erase, 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 turn the card over. And there it was, that tower. And instead of immediately tensing up expectations, I thought, okay, this is just telling me something out of left field is going to show up and shake my foundation and maybe send me in a different direction, right? So I went through the day. I was mindful of what was going on around me at all times, just, just in case I, the tower car was going to come bite me in the butt. But since I did not have, ex, you know, I went into it without the expectation of something bad happening, just planning for it. Um, my day did not have anything bad happen to it. Uh, something did come out of left field. It did shake up my world, but in a good way. Right? Uh, I'm one of the last people on the planet that likes change, but it came up and someone's burning something. There's not smell of vision, so you can't smell smoke, but. There's smoke, and I hope has nothing to do with my house. I know, little black kid, has smell too. I smell it. He's my fire alarm. Smoke alarm, I should say, not fire. Someone's smudging my house and I don't know it. That's how to read for yourself. It's not complicated. It's just not. You just have to remember not to set your expectations to how, how you want it to turn out. You have to put it in for what the universe is trying to tell you or the angels or your guides, whomever it is that you talk to frequently. Okay, so I won't patter on with anything else for you. I just know a lot of people like to read for themselves, and it can be difficult because I get the question a lot. I read for myself, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Why didn't it turn out like my card said? Well, what cards did you get? And they would tell me, I said, well, because <laughs> you put the fancy smile, happy spin on it because that's what you wanted to happen. Trust me, if you get a nine of swords, there's nothing smiling happy about it. Neither is a ten of swords. But in this particular reading, this person put the smiley face on, on them. So I don't know how she spun that one, but she did. Okay, Energy 411. Larch. What a name, right? Uh, Larch Flower Essence. And Larch is fantastic for bringing forth self-confidence for creative expression and the ability to be spontaneous and take risks. I am probably one of the least spontaneous people on the planet. I am. Uh, my schedule doesn't allow me to be spontaneous, but I need to be spontaneous. So I think I should add that back into my large added back into my flower essence uh, regimen. Now, patterns of imbalance it helps correct is the lack of confidence, obviously. The expectation of failure, self-censorship, and unable to find one's voice or speak one's convictions. Large flower essence. You can find it. I found this, and the explanation belongs to the Flower Essence Society. 
and I've been using their flower essences for years upon years upon years, longer than I have Green Hope Farms, and uh, it's good stuff. So take a look for Larch Flower Essence, and if you do take Flower Essence, please keep in mind it works with your energy body, not your physical body, so it, it does not interfere with any medications you may be on. All right? All right. So here we are at the end. I know you're thinking, thank God. <laughs> thank you for joining me here at Ask Allie. If you like this episode, please write it and tell your friends. The more people who listen, the more people I can help have their aha moments. Join me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and you can find this at theaskallypodcast.com. You guys have yourself an absolutely fabulous week, and I will catch you next Monday. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.